0: Well, this is the space where I like to play. My name is Misha Z, and this is today's Bitch Slap. Join me as I shed light on the thoughts, actions, and attitudes that are causing you pain, and we train our minds to go to the capital S inner self, the joy that is waiting for us, the God within. Deborah Silverman, welcome to the podcast. Um, so excited to have you. Um, it's called The Bitch Slap, The Accelerated Path to Peace. <laughs> I know. I wasn't sure. Right? You're not going to hurt me? I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> I wasn't actually sure if you knew the name. I was like... I
1: did know the name.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Um, but of course, it's about uh, those rough patches in life and, uh, and they can be opportunities for spiritual growth and I was reading your missing element and you talk a lot about that. Um,
1: (laughs) The first chapter of the book is called crisis.
0: Yes. And I'll, I'll actually, I'll tell you one. I would say I have historically leaned towards fire. um, The fire element. Um, That's true. Oh my God. you see your chart. You got a lot of fire. Oh gosh. I can't wait to hear. I am so excited, but um, I just wanted to, to, there's this, There's on page 153, you write about firemen in relationships. Last paragraph, it says, uh, basically, trust me, I will be humbled. It happens to all firemen. Oh, my God, I have been humbled. (laughs) I I read that. It was like, shwack. Anyway, so yes. um,
1: There are two kinds of people, the ones who are humble and the ones who are about to be.
0: Yes, I love that quote. You have that in your book. Is that who is that? Who is that? Rumi. It's anonymous. It's anonymous. Um, so, anyway, welcome to the podcast. I very much appreciate you uh, jumping in the fray with me. Um, uh, Anthony and Kim were so gracious, part of your team, to get this set up. And especially, I interacted with Anthony a ton, and we actually had a lot of fun uh, getting this set up. So, I'm very excited. Um, I am not, you're an astrologer and a, um, and a, and a psychotherapist and you've been in, uh, astrology for almost 40 years or by now, is it actually 40 years, 44, 44 years. What are you learning more all the time still with it?
1: I don't do readings anymore, but I've trained about, 15 professionally trained astrologers on my site that have gone through a rigorous training with me and who are unbelievably good. So am I learning more and more all the time? Yes. It's a never ending. That's as big as the sky. And it's, um, it tickles me. It tickles me all the time because I can't believe how accurate it is.
0: Yeah. And tell me, tell me about that. When you say that some things must come to your mind like when you well,
1: every single day, every single day, every single minute that I look at someone's chart, I'm like, I just got the secret sauce. I feel like I'm in your drawers. I feel like I should be in your security box. Like, why do I know everything? It's, it's a little bit. um Well, on one hand it's disconcerting because how could it be so accurate every single time? And on the other hand, it's very confirming because you think, Whoever organized that intelligence, that kind of matrix that was downloaded through Egypt and then handed to us 5,000 years ago, that's sustaining this much time, the test of time, it gives you real confidence that while we're going through this very difficult era, because I'm fixated on climate change right now, I'm reading everything I can read, I'm studying everything I can study, I'm watching every documentary and every podcast, I keep feeling so sad, and then I realize, wait a minute, wait a minute astrology endured the things that are real will endure the earth will survive but astrology's had a real test of time
0: yeah i'd love it you know i i collect my father was i grew up in jackson wyoming my father was this mountain man redneck but he had this very much this hippie side to him like uh, i liked it jackson wyoming in the 70s was like a hippie outpost right um in the middle of this wild country. And uh, so on the one hand, he was hunter, fisherman, you know, I had, I had elk every year, uh, ducks, you you know, antelope, like we just, that's that he went out and hunted. Right. And, and, but then on the other side of the coin, or maybe this goes with it, uh, you know, he was just into his yoga, his, uh, his meditation, his crystals, astrology, right. And, And uh, we talked briefly beforehand. When I turned eighteen, he had you know my chart read, of course, and uh, so I've been toting that around for. Do
1: you remember anything from that reading?
0: You know what I I I had it. It was it was actually recorded on a cassette tape, and I wish I could find it. I so wish I could find it. But I remember, and this is what I wanted to say. What I remember about it is, and what I love about astrology, just the brief the brief, brief interactions that I have with it is that, and you were just hinting to it is that, that it like brings me this comfort or this knowing, or even if it's like, I remember back then it was like, your life's going to be fun for a little bit. I say fun, meaning it's, it's going to be a little up and downy. Right. But it's brought me this comfort. Right. And, um, that's what I remember about it. I just remember that first interaction going, oh, it might not be the answer that I wanted, but it was comforting. Does that, do you hear that a lot? Or? Oh,
1: that's true, yes. I think the biggest comfort is that somebody sees you in our, in our system, how I teach. And I have a school twice a year okay. in January. It's coming up in September. We're opening up the doors in August. So we're only a couple of months away and you can get on a waiting list. Cause I teach it in a six week classroom setting where people really have their lives changed. I, it's so crazy. The amount of change that happens because it's to your point, because they get comforted to know, Oh, nothing's wrong with me. That's what my book is about, the missing element. Like you learn your element and you go, oh, so I'm so full of fire. No wonder I have excessive chi rather than trying to change it. There's comfort knowing you're okay.
0: Yes. Yes. I love that. I, what did I, I wrote down understand your quirks and the parts that are so confusing. Right. And so to get insight into that is, is, is really cool. Um, I wrote down, I was watching one of your videos and I wrote down this quote. Quote, this is what you said on the video, and it was beautiful. You're not a mistake. You weren't pushed on the bus. God was not having a bad day when she made you. <laughs> and I, I, I love that. I like I like this idea of there is there is a you can give insight into our purpose and not in a grandiose way, but in like, hey you know here's how you can best move through you know your through the planet as as you were designed i guess might be a good way to say it and, yeah? it, is,
1: and it is grandiose it's grandiose you can get a reading done and answer the question what's my purpose and that question should be posed on a regular basis like it, i cannot be on this planet without serving just like I went and spent three days in silence out in nature and I just thought, what do these trees and these rocks and the waterfalls and the birds and the bees do all day? They just give, they just yeah. give their life force. They just give their life force. They don't sit around and watch television. They hold down their frequency with authenticity. And that's what astrology, it gives you back permission to do it on your terms. Cause some people are here just to be in a very insular, introverted, reclusive state. That's them being them. And some people are here to jump up and down and perform on a stage, like radical difference. And astrology really does describe the difference.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, So quickly, I I know you did my chart. Are we going to have an opportunity to talk about that? Because I'm excited to. And I would love if I have no problem, whatever insights we're willing to glean in front of the audience.
1: That you just addressed is your when you were born, the sun and the moon were squaring each other. One was in fire and one was in water. And that's not very compatible, as you can imagine. And it suggests the parents got divorced or there was a separation at a young age. Is
0: that true? That is true, indeed.
1: So it indicates that the childhood imprint will be put in place at a young age where they realize, whoa, this is not a very harmonious world. Why can't my mom and dad get along? And that imprint takes over. And then they have to learn through their life to reestablish harmony because you're built with the premise that there's discomfort. One side of you is loud fire and one side of you is water and secretive and quiet. And so how, like your parents, like these two parts of you didn't get along. That's the clue of the sun square moon. And then the high road is, so what's the right use of that? Like God didn't make a mistake in the day you were born. She wasn't like, you know, doing a bad chart, but she definitely wanted you to learn about the discomfort of having your male and female conflicted. So you would go do therapy. (laughs) Busted.
0: Son of a gun. (laughs) Well, you, so my parents did, they, they, yeah, they, separated when I was six or seven and divorced shortly thereafter. So yes. And it was all I remember was uh, that tumultuous was mostly tumultuous time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then the child absorbs that. This is, I'm also, you know, a psychotherapist and then that imprint becomes the norm. And then when you are sustaining heaven and earth or being able to really feel calm, you're like, what? So you have to be careful that you don't stir the pot, that you don't create conflict or drama or create some kind of a situation that you can have the fight, disagree, be conflicted in order to get close. Like that's not necessary, but that's a habit with sun square moon.
0: Okay. I like it. I was, I was reading the missing element, which is your book that you published recently. It's relatively new, right? Relativity. Yes. And so I was um, reading that part. Yeah. I was reading about fire and of course <laughs> what at i don't know what people's reaction are when they read about you know the four elements and where we fit in and and um i was i think i was how how do i say this i i i was like i i i'm not fire i'm not fire but then of course it's the last one i read it and it's just like it's just like screaming your name screaming my name of course it is and and so loving that um Um, what was my point
1: and honest and being really ruthless and having passion and having the desire to be seen and acknowledged and wanting to be on the podcast and curly hair, and everyone's going to notice me and hello, I'm here. (laughs) And then your moon in Scorpio goes, really? You need that much attention? What's wrong with you? And you're like, why did you ask that? You're making me self-conscious. And that lives right inside of you.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. It Thank you. The
1: fire and water, they are squaring each other. And then once you're aware that you have two voices that are disagreeing that your parents represented, that now you're having an internal experience, you get yeah. to be the peacemaker with the observer. This is what I teach. The whole book is about yes. turn on the observer and go, oh my God, she's right. Yeah. Well, now where's the free will button? I got to find it somewhere in this house.
0: You know, I'll tell you the, um, <clears throat> I was reading about the drama aspect of um, that's fire, right? That drama yeah. and yeah, and so I was like trying to reflect it. Like I'm like, do I like drama? Because I was really thinking about it. Because I'm like, I'm trying to be calm. I try, and then the way you just described it about about creating <laughs> the dramatic. Do you, do you
1: see me? Am I here? Am I here? Yeah. It's like a constant. The thing about that book, The Missing Element, is it's very simple. I did not put astrology in it. There's not one word of astrology mm-hmm. in that whole book. Yeah, It's only the four elements. And just to announce, because I know this will be coming out in July, uh, we have a class, a one-off class okay. called Meet the Elements. And it's coming up July 14th, 21st, 28th, and 4th. It's every Wednesday starting the middle of July at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And you can go to live.meettheelements.com and sign up. So because you don't need to know astrology, if you're listening to the show and you're like, I don't believe in astrology, or maybe I do, but I don't know enough about it. It's the simplest access point is simply asking, just like you did, what's my primary element? You can read the book. That's the shortest answer. Yep. But in the class, I'm going to be giving a concrete step to how to take the missing element that's not activated in you and grow it, cultivate Mm. it. So Mm -hmm. we know that you're really good at fire and water. You have no air in your chart at all. Do you know that? What's that? You know that?
0: I didn't tell me.
1: Do you remember what air was?
0: Uh, Yes. Air was. Well, so yeah, it was. Um, Give me one second. Okay. You got me. I wrote the book. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what air was.
1: Well, that's why you're missing it. Cause it's hard for you to organize your thoughts. Yes. Like you're, you're not organized intellectually without things written down because your mind just goes everywhere. And that's yes. what it's like to be missing air. A, a developed air is what I have, which is I have this ridiculous memory and I know exactly where we're going. And my mind is focused. Yours is like, uh Oh, it's like a bird. Birds don't have maps. They let the wind follow them. They never have a plan, but they get where they're going, <laughs> they just do it very spontaneously. So that would be one of your challenges.
0: Yes. It's like with this podcast episode is a great reflection of that. Some people are very they know where they're going, what they're doing, but and I'm I tend to write down a bunch of disparate ideas and let's dive in and see where it goes. So that's I called no,
1: it, so that's called no error. Error is the element of landing the plane, being able yeah. to take your thoughts and land them. You Having nowhere in your chart that you must make notes, write things down systematically, or you're going to lose your track of your train of thought, and then be like,
0: "Yes, exactly, exactly." I'll tell you what I loved about a couple of things that I loved about the missing element. One was I liked reading about the um, you would put like fire woman, right, or or air woman, or whatever, air and it ga- what's that.
1: Characteristics of each of yeah, the
0: characteristics. And it really gave me, I was like, oh, so I have a a Don, my ex-wife, who's we we have a great relationship, but it was really fun to to get a new perspective of her or past girlfriends to really be like, oh yeah, it's it was cool to get some insights into how people are, and then and then also I'm like, oh, what a powerful tool to use moving forward right? And, and so I loved that.
1: And it also went in the class meet the elements. We wake up in the morning, the first thing we do is we drink water. That's so funny. You just picked that up, right? Mm. When the first thing you do in the morning is first, you go to the bathroom, you wash your face, you take a shower, you pee, it's all water and water starts the day, but it's also meditation. It's yeah. also stillness. It's also deep listening, it's being able to actually start the day by doing a prayer. That's water. Then comes air. Where's my list? Where's my phone? What am I doing? What am I reading? Where the airheads, right? That's airheads. And they're all over. Then it comes to earth. And you're like, now, wait, what was today about again? I got to check things off my list. Did I get dinner? Did I eat? Did I make mm-hmm. sure I paid the bills? Did everything get done? And then the fire part of the day is let's drink some wine. Let's light up. Let's Let's celebrate. Where's the fun factor? So the elements are very practical. And you probably have a preference. Like I can see where for you, the error element, because you're missing it, is not your best thing. So when it comes to the ideas, you've got to stay in communication with people because you have no error. So you can forget to write back. You forget, you know, you've you got to really keep your eye on the ball. I do.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. I was just literally thinking that right before we were doing this. I was like, yes. <laughs>
1: Okay. So when you know you're missing an element you go read in the book about what do you do to cultivate it? And it will say, yeah. make sure you ask questions, make sure you have a list, make sure you have like, you've got to keep your shit together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
1: <laughs> like having a psychology I... <laughs> therapist slash mom on the show.
0: <laughs> I'd like to, I was going to say that I liked how you, you have the characteristics, but then you also have these cool little action plans or or you're like step one, two, three, or, you know, here's the meditation yes. you do around it. Here's the, here's your pop-up. Yes, that?
1: it's not, it's not just information. The book has ways to get yourself in relationship with these elements.
0: Yeah, yes. And
1: by the way, the oldest four elements in the world, West, North, South, and East, water, summer, water, winter, summer, fall, and spring. Everything happens in those four directions. The whole of our society is built on this. The American Indians, anybody who lives in America We've forgotten these beings, but they were all operating with their relationship to the four directions, mm-hmm. and the Kabbalistic Jews, the oldest religions, the 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 Buddhist, the four yes, noble questions. So four is the number.
0: <laughs> Check. Um so the steps i here i've just i'm on page uh like working with the element of fire page 133 the steps explore you've got step 1 explore step step 2 articulate step 3 investigate step 4 transform and then the little the little tactics within that so it's very useful um i also liked a thing that popped out at me was a line in there and i can't remember if it was in fire or not i think it was but it was about relaxing and telling myself i've got nowhere to go and i've got nothing to do right and so to like in the moment be able to actually appreciate the moment and not feel like damn it i'm i missed sending that email to that person that i'm my airiness <laughs> right? like um i also um like the part about the fire where that one thing very recently, I had this, I had this um, awareness of that fire side of me. Even if I am trying to not garner attention, I'm still garnering, garnering attention. I'm like, I, it hit me one day. I was like, you know what? I can have short hair, long hair. I can dress bright. I can dress subdued. It doesn't matter. My nature is to garner attention said the leo
1: (laughs) out of the book have you seen my funny videos on youtube no we just just reached nine million hits so they're five minutes long okay just go to youtube and you put in deborah silverman leo and you are going to laugh your head off and then you then you watch scorpio because your your moon is in scorpio okay did you know that
0: I didn't tell me what, and what's the implication of my moon it being in Scorpio, you're a
1: very secretive internal person who has a lot of feelings. It's hard to access. It's just hard to put words to them.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> it's so true. And there was talking about that in here too. The missing that's water.
1: That was the water chapter. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hey, I have. So anyway, I, I, uh, the other day, I was like, you know what? I like the attention. And I'm going to admit it. I'm not going to hide from it anymore. I like the attention. Clearly, I like the attention. <laughs> and uh what else? Um
1: you're also your rising sign is water. So you're double water. You should be reading the first chapter. Okay. The water chapter. You're way more sensitive than you appear.
0: Yeah, I am so sensitive. It's ridiculous. And I, it, I I'm learning to love that about myself slowly (laughs) but surely
1: that's the answer that's what the book is all about that's right yes
0: I loved it I like that I I like the observer the way you talk about the observer and being able to laugh at yourself and and take that step back and and acknowledge the quirkiness of who we are and the more that we can do that the more that I can appreciate and laugh I don't I shouldn't say laugh at other people but laugh (laughs) with other people <laughs> no, others,
1: you're supposed to be observing yourself and laughing at yourself. You kind of just yes. the observer's not watching others; it's watching you. Yes,
0: you're I get, I got that. But then it gives you more of an appreciation.
1: Oh my God, you're so funny!
0: I know there's no hiding from it. I am, uh, I, I, I. Yes, I am. Let's go. Let's talk about my chart. So I want to know if looking at my chart, like, what do I have to look forward to? Talk to me. What's up?
1: I don't do prophecy. I mean, there
0: is okay. a, there is astrologers
1: that do that. Um, and, and I do train people to do it, but I do personality assessment. The biggest thing I look at is the most important thing, which is how do you fall in love with your fate? Yeah. So it's less about what's coming. Although there's plenty of astrologers on my team who are obsessed with predictions. I'm more about if I can really accept myself and remember who I am and embody it, with full conviction and manifest or woman fest a life that reflects my true purpose. Yeah. I am.
0: I am I love that and I'm all in. So let's work with that. So the little that you know about me <laughs> and all my... about you, Mr.
1: Leo. <laughs> your question is ask me your question. A little bit I know. So my about...
0: I guess my question would be with the chart that you have which you shared the screen and basically showed me a version of this right because it's and I love the mathematical you're like hey it's all math it's all it's great. Um, but knowing like how does Misha what can Misha glean from our conversation what can you help give me so I can mindfully move forward and embrace i guess my leoness perhaps the
1: first thing is you i hope you're you exercise all the time do you yes that's very very important for you
0: okay and that's to kind of keep the energy moving yes
1: yes exactly because with if when a fire person stagnates they get pissy and when they get pissy they lose their temper and then they lose their friends and then they have no respect for themselves (laughs) I like how you're getting red and this is really working for you. Um, The short answer is, and it's not worth just talking about you, although that is obviously making your face red. It's more about the collective. I have a real passion right now. What do we need to do for this planet? And if it's being yourself is the answer and how, then how do you make sure that you're operating with a selflessness? Like, I spend my whole life asking every day, who can I serve today? Like if everyone did this premise, you know, everywhere I go from the bank to the post office, to the grocery store, to zoom cyberspace, I'm always asking, who can I serve today? That's going to help us because I've just been researching like crazy, this climate change thing. And we are not in a good way. Have you done any research on that?
0: You know what I, I have done enough traveling to know, and I went to Iceland a number of years back, and I was the just to see the the change in the um, not the icebergs, the glaciers was very stark. I want you to know as well, although I am clearly Leo, and I like to talk about me, and and my face flushes I, this before this episode before I started re- recording with you ten minutes before. I stop and I'm, and I'm just, I'm quiet. I'm like, okay, God or source, call it whatever you want, but how can I be of service? What can I bring to the table? Right? Like, how can, what can, what can we do with this for the community? So, although I have fun talking about me, it is...
1: We all need to have an ego for God's sake. We have Leo's for a good reason. They do their hair really nice and they dress up and they get us all excited and enthusiastic. However, we got We have to leave at some point what you're doing. Like you go from the personal, you got to do the personal. And yep. then you go to the collective and you say, how can I serve? And I mean that really seriously. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. My, I just know that right now I'm doing all the research. I've just watched David Attenborough's, but breaking boundaries. It came out last
0: month. Okay. Tell me.
1: He basically said, in no uncertain terms, we have seven years left, that the, the, what, the biggest thing was the reefs. I didn't know the coral reef has died, that the white bleaching of the coral reef is describing now the end of the ocean. And that yeah. within, by 2050, there'll be no more fish. There'll be more yeah. plastic in the ocean than there will be fish. Did you just hear mm. what I said?
0: I just heard what you said.
1: And then Greta Thunberg stands on stage, of course, and she says, the house is on fire. Why are we all sitting here? So I feel like Debbie Downer, which I'm trying to avoid because I'm really a happy I soul. Yes. But I am speaking to the unspeakable and I'm now making all of my platform relative to the contributions we can make. And I'm starting with personality types. So Leo is one of the hardest ones because you've got to stop thinking about you completely and say, because Leo's, what it's not just that they're ego-centered, they love shining. I mean, their function is to make us happy and be alive, yeah. but if they're shining without facing the truth that we are. I don't even know how to say this. I think it's really, I'm going to make myself very unpopular pretty soon here. Do it. I'm in. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I will agree with you 100% that um, I believe we have a very um, advertising, like marketing or advertising has co-opted, all this terminology to give us the illusion that we're making progress. And um, I would say progress towards a better world in regards to um, global warming, um, you know, the destruction of the planet, all this stuff. Like I would say what at best case, the amount of dis- the increase in the rate of destruction is perhaps declining. So we're actually have not turned any, corners towards better we're just maybe not doing as much damage as fast as we were that would be there's my I mean Dalai
1: Lama be. there's less war but the extinction of the animals in Australia during those fires ready yeah. five million frogs were killed dang the whole frog there's no more that the, the wildlife in Australia at the end of those fires, was to the tune of billions of animals were killed. I think we just, we, we can't tolerate this conversation. That's what's true. It's impossible. Absolutely.
0: It's impossible. I think, and are we, what I love about the premise of the book, or I, this is the way I would take the premise of the book. If we can find that radical self-acceptance about who we are, about our emotions, our emotional state, about then we, we can perpetrate less damage onto other people. I don't know if that's a good way to say it, or we don't need to (laughs) embrace the consumer machine to hide our feelings, emotions, reality, however you want to say it. So I, that's the way I take the book and what you're, you're, you're writing. You're like, Hey, we need to find radical self-acceptance. So that way we don't need to perpetrate this madness anymore.
1: It's true. Cause then we won't have to consume because the single ingredient that is perpetuating the destruction of this reality is consumption.
0: Yeah. And I, the population
1: I'm, is 7.8 now, but it's going to be 10 million and 10 billion and yeah. we can't survive. I mean, look at the traffic. I don't know where you live, but it's really gotten crazy pants here in Hawaii.
0: Yeah. I have this. Well, I have a few thoughts and I'm, I'm glad we can talk about this, but I have this idea of as humans, we we get very myopic on the human existence and meaning that if humans, can you hear the train? I loved
1: it. Everybody loves the sound of the train in the distance. I, God,
0: I love the train. So good. Songwriter. Um, this idea of of um we're so myopic in believing that human existence is the be-all end-all of everything and that if human existence or human thinking were to disappear then the universe has no meaning right and so I, i that's how i find solace in the fact that we may be on, on a, a path of self-destruction as the human race, right? Like if I can let go of this idea that humans are the most important, we're the be all end all, that there is something greater, that the more like this book helps me and I printed it out. So I'm showing it. It helps me. It helps strip away that illusion of separation so that I can feel connected. And then and then know that there's more and greater than this. That maybe speak to that for a minute. Of
1: course. Of course. There's more. You're so funny. I'm following you, Mr. No Air. Of course, <laughs> is something greater. The survival of the human is not required for the earth to continue to thrive. In fact, quite the opposite. We are a cancer. We are overwhelming her. We are taking from her. We are neglecting her care. We are not honoring the fact that she's suffering. We are completely neglecting our mom, period. Now, is there one of us here? Yes. And will some one of us, me or you, decide to love mom? Yeah. So I'm changing the story. I'm uplifting it by you're so right. Giving people back to themselves, rekindling their natural chi. And then once we do that, we're going to gather around the four. I feel like I'm going to lead an army. (laughs) I have, except for Anthony, I have fifty women employees in my company. Okay. And they're all ready to say, "Let's stand up for Mom." It's not, you know, feminine or male. It's this Mother Earth is just desperate for us to say, "I'm sorry for taking all of your oil and putting plastic in the water and consuming yeah. all of your food and needing more and throwing it away and doing waste with plastic every. Ch- I'm sorry."
0: I I agree. I think it's an interesting thing to be coming out of the COVID and trying to get back to the way it was. Normal. And clearly, we were given an opportunity to uh catapult ourselves forward. Right. Re- so I I I find it a, a little disconcerting of the need to get back to the way it was, the need to um
1: continue business as usual.
0: Yeah. Like like gdp as the measure of the value of humanness is insane right clearly that model is proven not to work if you open your eyes just a little so i guess the question becomes right like if we're all god's creation and we've got people like you and me and i'd say you even more where you're like hey we're treating the earth bad like this is not good this is you know we need to nurture mother earth and 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 stem the tide or turn the course and then we've got people on the other side that are still like you know what I want Amazon drone delivery so I can have more shit right like <laughs> and there's going to be no how do we how do do we force that person to not take advantage of Amazon drone delivery so they can get another widget and I live simply I try to live simpler every day but still I I'm just looking around going How many pens do i need right or whatever um sorry to get airy on you but but how do we reconcile that
1: it's a really good question so just asking the question is so important we don't have any answers right now yeah we have no solutions we do but we're not listening if they Mm. said everyone put because i ride a bike i don't use my car but if i tell people that they're like what do you ride a bike?" Mm what did you say?
0: Which, no, no. I said, I'm with you. I barely drive. I've put, I put like, I use my car so little, it kind of freaks people out. And there, I have this, I have a, a car, a vehicle, I have this old truck and it's probably not the most environmentally friendly because it's from 2001 or 1998 or whatever it is. But I can tell you the amount of damage to replace it because since I barely use it, it's like, keep the old for now. Maybe. <laughs>
1: No, that's the answer. But you see how it's so confusing? And this is what I want to finish with because we're just about
0: done. Okay.
1: There's a lot that's occurring on the planet. The elements are the place we come back to because they've lived across all time. They're the source of all creation. They'll be here when we leave. They'll be here if we stay. The closer you get to the elements and understand the function of your emotional body, water, how to use your words, air, how to maintain practical relationship with this physical plane earth and how to have fun. I mean, we, these are the simple principles brought to you by esoteric law across all time. Deborah Silverman is the voice of it. And I have a class starting in Wednesday, one week, one class per week for an hour. So you come in and you identify your missing element. You take that class, you get some homework. There'll be two, 300 people in the room, all of us doing the same thing. And then we watch people's lives change. And that's Mm. where we reclaim the missing element. You get yourself into a powerful state and you can contribute to this planet.
0: I love it. I love it. Are you, will you indulge me with another question?
1: Sure. Where are you looking for somebody we don't know?
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) What was your other question?
0: Um, I try to ask everybody this and it has to do, and this is going to be a little off topic, but I appreciate, and I think it's off topic, but on topic at the same time. So I went through, I was humbled per that sentence in your book. I was humbled, right? Divorce, um, you know, financial upheaval, career, further failed relationships, you know, kids not acting like I wanted. My parents died in rapid succession, right? It was just, it was like life humbled me. And then I felt like I was in this spot of, um, you know, I started crying every day for a couple of years. This is about, this is five or six or seven years ago. Right. And I was doing all this internal work, trying to tap into those emotions that you, so
1: water, your double water. Yes. That's your soul.
0: Yeah. And so, um, I felt like I was purging generational pain. So not only my own. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So can you, so is that a, is that, uh, do you believe that's a real thing?
1: Of course, that's Scorpio cancer, double water, read the water chapter. They feel for other people and can't distinguish what their pain is from the other. That's the whole first chapter.
0: Yeah. And so I felt like I was releasing perhaps trauma that my parents and like from generations back. Yeah. 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 And I also felt like if we believe that we're all energetically connected Right. That I was like, I got to see a shift. I got to see by me healing my energy, I got to see my kids shift and change without even having to do anything. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. That's all I teach. You got it.
0: Okay. Fantastic. (laughs) Good. I'm not, I do have some insights then. Um, Tell me too. um, I know along the way you've got to um, enter or do some some work with some like people of note, perhaps Madonna or staying like, what's what is that fun? Is that, is that a fun place for you to play when you were doing that or.
1: I still do that. I still have famous clients. Um, It's always gets so much attention. I find it fascinating that celebrities acc- accrue a charismatic magnetic force field that people are drawn into because they represent excellence. And I just don't feel intimidated by it. I just feel, Absolutely honored to be standing next to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you, and I I think this goes without saying, but my guess is you will see radical shifts for the positive in people. That's what happens in
1: the school. I can't, I wish I had a stash of letters where they get their energy back, where they finally decide to get married, where they finally decided to get divorced, where they opened up, like people write me every time they finish that six week class, starting in September and their lives are changed. It's the Mm -hmm. wildest thing. And it's all because it's not just astrology, it's astrology and psychology, but you, you study your own chart for six weeks, once a week for about two hours. And you learn the language. And the next thing you know, you're back to yourself.
0: It's amazing. So anybody going through perhaps a lumpy time in their life where they've, it would be a great opportunity to dive in and perhaps even get like some positive momentum moving forward.
1: Yeah. Deborah Silverman (laughs) astrology.com or live.meettheplanets.com. Oops. Meet the elements. We just did the planets meet the elements.com yeah that's the two, two ways to get a hold of me is and of course we have instagram do you have instagram i do i don't know where my phone is or all right what's your instagram handle mine's deborah silverman astrology
0: yes i believe i follow you mine's mr misha z mr m-i-s-c-h-a Z, Mr. Misha Z.
1: Well, I'll do that when we're done. Well, thank you so much for this interview.
0: Hey, Deborah, it's been a ton of fun. Thank you for indulging my air- airiness and my Leoness.
1: <laughs> my pleasure.
0: And let's heal. And um, I'm going to give you one last little thing about your book because I wanted to make sure I touched these points and I'm going to let you go. You said much about acceptance, surrender, and forgiveness in, your, in the missing element. And I love that because I think for humans moving forward the more we can accept who we are and other people are the better the more we can surrender to circumstances right seed that control and then that forgiveness man and i think it's a chicken or the egg if i'm able to forgive you do i forgive me or is it me first i don't think it matters but the more (laughs) i can forgive the better yes yes all right love you thank you
1: thank you Uh,
0: indeed cheers
1: Hope to see you somewhere online or in the school or read the book, Missing you element. Know, so thankful.
0: I might very well jump in the school. I'm thinking about yeah, that. I'm sure. like, that sounds like a lot of
1: fun. Yeah, and you get a special rate because you're a podcast host. So let us know. Okay,
0: okay. fantastic. Hello? Cheerio, have a good day. See you in class. Thank you, thank you, thank you for spending time with me today. As someone who is committed to growth and service to this world, I so appreciate your willingness to come with me go within, and serve our world through change. If you found value in this podcast and you know someone who can use this message, share this episode with them. Share it so our mission can be achieved one episode at a time. And of course, subscribe so you can hear more. And lastly, for more resources on what has helped me on my journey and can help you on yours, go to belove.media forward slash resources. That's B-E-L-O-V-E dot media forward slash resources. Thank you again for listening.